Hello, friends. Uh, I wanted to address a subscriber question I get quite a bit and, and really get a lot at real estate meetups when Olivia and I uh, go present together, which we're actually doing tonight. Uh, and this is goes something like this. Help! My significant other isn't excited, isn't on board, isn't bought in, whatever, you know, whatever your adjective happens to be. Uh, but I'm excited. Can I do it by myself? You know, can I... Can I do it and, and beg for forgiveness later? You know, lots of different variations of that. Well, first off, um, if you've taken the time to read our book, uh, we talk about being on board uh, since day one. And lo and behold, real estate investing tested us with our first investment. And while I was always confident that we were on the same page, that first rental property really tested us when the tenant moved in and, and never paid rent and destroyed the property, even though we did everything right. And I could tell you uh, that if you try to force something when a significant other isn't on board or isn't bought in, eventually the bad things of being a buy and hold landlord are going to get you. And it is going to get uncomfortable and uncomfortable fast. So I'm not a big proponent of begging for forgiveness later. That said, you know, I do think you as the excited one do need to do some things. And I think there are some proven ways where you can build that bridge of, of commonality and, and build a path forward that'll be better for both of you. First and foremost, you need to listen and not just give them time to voice their fear or uncertainty or nervousness, but you really need to understand where it's coming from, right? Usually, there's an underlying thing that you, you as a significant other may already know or may not appreciate. Maybe there was something uh, during their childhood. Maybe there was something during the 08 crash. Maybe there was a story of a friend's next door neighbor's dog worker. I, I don't know. But you need to figure that out and figure out if it's one of those stories that happen in real estate that blow up and, and just become something bigger or is there a lesson learned that you need to, you need to really appreciate? So don't, don't just rush through it. Really appreciate your partner's hesitance uh, because you'll see in a minute that can become an asset for you. So number two, you know, I don't need to listen. You need to understand and appreciate, right? Real estate investing is a significant dollar commitment. Most of the time you're talking about it at least tens of thousands of dollars that you both have worked really, really hard for and saved. And, you know, sometimes it's having the savings that make people feel comfortable. So appreciate and understand that and, and, and really, under, really, really get on the same page. And, and people don't, in general, talk about money enough. So take the time to do that. This is one that actually where I think having a significant other that is hesitant will become a strength. Usually what I see is one partner in the relationship is over the moon excited, right? They're, they're at real estate meetups and you could almost see them vibrating with excitement right? because it's the path to freedom. You know, we're coming out talking about financial freedom and how we got there and they're leaning forward in their chairs and it's all good. You need to have a gas pedal and a break in this business. And, you know, a, a relationship where that role is understood is awesome. Because I can tell you there are lots of times in our investing career where either Olivia or I was the gas pedal and the other one was the brake. Because sometimes 
sometimes saying no is the right answer. Sometimes you come into a situation because you're so close to it and you can't see the downside. So having a partner that is there that is going to be on the same page with you and being the break is awesome. And again, sometimes Olivia is the break, sometimes I'm the break. These, this can change and evolve over time when you're on the same page. But here's what you need to do, right? Let's just say your significant other isn't on board yet. What I strongly suggest you do is you learn your market. You invest time, not tens of thousands of dollars. Don't do that. The most you should do is invest a couple of hundred dollars. And I kept my online course at $199 for that reason, right? If you can spend less than $200, and follow someone who gives you the outline about how to learn a market, that's time well spent. And the reason you do this is as you're doing this over weeks and maybe months, ultimately what you're gonna do is you're gonna create a skill that you can share with your significant other. You can share with your significant other the spreadsheet and you can say, hey, in my market, the average deal produces 2.7%. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go out and we're gonna find deals that are 4.4 or above, right? We're gonna go find good or great deals. And this is, where, this is where often the relationship turns because the person that's often hesitant sort of sees everything as a waste, right, or a risk. But what you can do after you spend the weeks and months is you can go, hey, here's 43 listings in this particular market that are three bedroom, two bath, two car garage houses. I've, we've, I've evaluated all 47. 41 of them are either bad or average deals, which means the return is, I forget what I said, 2.2 or 4.2 or whatever it is or less. But here's four of them that are good deals, meaning they're slightly above average. And here's two that are great deals because for whatever reason, they just are. This conversation of showing your significant other that A, you've invested the time, B, you can take an entire area and say, hey, here's good and great, you often, the conversation changes overnight. When you have a skill and your significant other appreciates that you have the skill, it, it can be really game changing. So I strongly suggest you invest the time learning your market. If you can learn your market without my course, by all means, go for it. That's why this YouTube channel is here. Um, go do that. If you want guidelines and how to do it, how to learn a market, how to do calculations and, and run that comparison, my online course is there for you. Sometimes what needs to happen is you need your significant other to read about somebody else's success. That's why the book is there. One rental at a time available on Amazon. Talk about a cheap investment, $14.99, $9.99 in Kindle if you like to read that way. Um, we wrote our full story, how we started, the horrible event that happened in the first one, what happened during the crash, what happens when banks say no. It's there, the good and the bad. And maybe... Maybe your significant other needs to see that, you know, some people got through it. And while the crash was horrible and traumatic for some, some people prospered and there is a way through. So in the end, uh, in the end, I think you as the one that is interested in, in investing, you need to answer one question for your significant other. And that is what is a bad, average, good, and great deal in your market? I think if you can do that, I think the conversation changes. But never forget, it starts with listening and understanding and appreciating where they're coming from. All right, have a great day, and I hope that helps. Thanks.